Oh my goodness. This is so overdue. I cannot even believe it. I am so sorry, guys. Thank you for the people that um, rated me. <laughs> I had people that did that. I was like, what? This is crazy. I didn't know that people would get on Apple Podcasts and rate me. That's awesome. Um, yeah. So what has happened? So I passed the test back in March and I got hired by a company. And I'm really going to be vague about this, but... Um, I got hired by a company. Um, I wasn't really happy with certain things about it, and I wish that I had done some more research. So maybe that's what this episode's going to be about. But, and then I moved to another company, and that was local. And that company's awesome, and I currently work for them. Um, there are obviously always drawbacks to any location that you're going to ever work at. So finding the perfect company is going to be really difficult to do. And I think kind of unrealistic in the long run, but, um, I have learned so much at this new company. I've been pushed really hard at this new company and I feel like overall I'm a way better mortgage lender. Um, and I just wanted to come on here and say, Hey, look, I'm the person that I worked hard. I did it. Um, and I'm now, you know, the first six months to a year in lending is tough, and that's probably why I have not been every week being able to make this epi episodes for this, just because it is tough when I feel like so much of my time is reaching out to realtors, processing loans, getting loans disclosed, like getting loans prepped for disclosure, and everything like that. It feels like my day from, you know, I wake up and I, so my routine right now is I wake up and go to the gym at 5 a.m., um, I finish up my workout, clean up, get to my work at eight. And then like the first two hours, I'm just responding to my current people that I'm working with and talking to, um, not necessarily have a loan in process with, but like, Hey, I'll just let you know, like really want to start working on your loans. Can you submit your documents? You know, a lot of people like doc collecting documents from people will be your biggest challenge for some reason. That's what it is. I don't know, man, but and then I, I can do some cold calling. This company has leads generated for me. So I'm able to do cold calling. Um, then after that, I am reaching out to realtors. I'm posting on my social media. I'm continuing to work on loans, prep files, um, and do all that good stuff. So yes, it is a lot. And in the evenings, I am still reaching out to people. I'm trying to stay accessible. Um, I personally allow people to call me into the evening uh, I answered a phone call at 10 p.m. last night. I don't know if that is the work, best work-life balance. I don't think it is. But um, they obviously had a question. They needed me. And me being able to come through for them, like, in one vein, yes, it does set a precedent that, oh, I can just call her at 10 p.m. every night. But, you know, home buying is a scary process. And sometimes people just need to talk to someone who's held the hand of people multiple times, seen it work out just fine. Um, I don't really know why they didn't reach out to the realtor, but I'm still flattered and happy to answer any kind of question like that. So um, you can probably tell that's why I haven't been um, being able to make these episodes because like part of the episodes that I like part of the making of these episodes was helping me study, to be quite honest with you. Um and that's obviously not a thing right now. So I guess here's here's some here's what this episode's gonna be. Um, is I started in March and it's August right now, and this is gonna post in August because I'm not a big company and I'm like, you know, you know how like big podcasts you can tell that they're like making a Christmas episode and it's obviously like July, but whatever. Um, 
I'm recording this in August. This is going to come out like today. So what the first, first few months have been like, um, a lot of it is building your network. So building your network with realtors, lawyers, um, CPAs, tax people who prepare taxes, um, just your friends and family be getting back on LinkedIn. Like that's a, that's a huge thing. Getting back on LinkedIn, reconnecting with people, getting lunch with people, you know, Oh, poor me. I'm getting lunch with people, but no, really, actually it does take a lot out of you. Um, and then some of it, like depending on what, what company you go to, you might be cold calling, you know, you might be um, hitting up those refinance leads and making those cold calls. So it could be like a range of places wherever you choose to work um, will be different for everyone, obviously. So um, yeah, and it's just, I so I started back in March and it's now August. And I feel like just recently, I've really gotten traction with the realtors that I've been like connecting with. Right. And it's really nice. Cause I've been getting texts and call, like, or in, people messaging me through my Instagram saying, Hey, um, I have a question about this loan product or, you know, what do you think would be best? Or, you know, just tell me a little bit more about this. And I didn't, obviously that was my goal. You, you know, you always want to be that resource and that point person for those kinds of questions. But I never expected that to be like, you know, a few months in, I'm already answering those questions for people. And it's an awesome feeling. So five months in, I'm already answering those questions for people. Um, yeah, that's a good feeling. And that's why like, you kind of keep doing it. Like it's tough your first few months and probably your first few years because everything's a different question. Like everything's a question and everything's like a thing, you know, like, oh my God, um, there's, um, a collections account. I don't know what to do, you know, or, or, or something to that matter. It's, I don't know. It's always fun, but I'm just feeling a little bit better about it. Like there was a point in time with lending with the old company and a little bit with a new company where I was kind of getting discouraged. I'm like, Oh my God, I keep putting out all these, all these feelers and all these like invites to connect with people and invites to help people with their loans and just to talk to me. And I was getting nothing back. And after a while, you know, that can that can get kind of repetitive. You just feel like I emailed a thousand people and I got three responses. You know, that's not good. Um, and that can feel a little bit discouraging. But recently, my things have kind of, the tide has kind of turned. And so that's why I wanted to make this episode. Because I felt like if I made an episode any sooner, I'd just be getting on the microphone and complaining. And I didn't want to do that for you guys. So probably something that would be interesting for people would be like getting other state licenses. So um, I'm licensed in Washington. Um, I started out with that at the old company. That's all. The only license that I had was Washington. At the new company, they were like, we need you to be licensed in more states. So I was like, okay, I got my California and my Idaho license together. Those ones were two hours of pre-education each. So when you get licensed you take that test once, right? That big test that we're all studying for that we all stress about, we take that once. And then all you have to do is you have to take a course to get state-specific certified. And in the state-specific certification, they cover the stuff that is different in the state than what is on the national test. Um, some states, it's like really, really 
a lot of information. Like Utah is 15 hours of pre-education to be a Utah licensed lender, which is why I am not yet a Utah licensed lender. Washington is four, Oregon is four, California is two, and Idaho is two. So I have those four states. I might be adding Texas and Utah, but um, I'm going to give myself a breather from all the random like courses that I've been taking. So you have to be with a company because a company has to sponsor your license in that state. Um, and then you get something called temporary authority. Temporary authority is allows you to originate loans. So if you have a license, you can originate loans as long as your original license is still in good standing. So right now, because um, licensing is taking such a long time, I can originate loans in Oregon even though my Oregon license is processing because my Washington license is in good standing. So um, that's kind of the nice part about it is that I didn't have to wait. Like I just got an email from Idaho saying that they were just starting to process April's applications and it is August. So I have a little bit of wait time before I can be Idaho officially certified, but I am thankfully temporary, have temporary authority. So but keep in mind, temporary authority is after you've had your main or your first license for 30 days. So if you get like five licenses at one time, you're going to be waiting on all of them. You won't get temporary authority. So at least that's to my understanding. I could be wrong, but that is that part. Um, other things that I can tell you about. I think that going into it, you should probably decide how much you want to put into this business, right? And not in like the, oh, give it your all. Obviously, give it your all. Don't do like a bad job at your work. But you have to decide, like, am I going to allow my phone to ring on the weekends and me to pick it up? Am I going to... um Am I going to reply to texts and emails on the weekends at 11 at night at, at five in the morning? Like I do that, but that's not necessarily what makes me successful or that makes me good or bad. That's just how I choose to conduct my own business. Everyone has a different, um, a different level of what they want to put into it and find like knowing that and setting those boundaries, I think, is really good. Obviously, like, I kind of went with the route of, so I don't have a family or kids that needs my, like, I don't have things that need my attention, right? So why would I limit, you know, I don't need to, like, I don't need to be like, oh, my God, you can't reach me during this time because I'm with my family and kids. I don't have that. So um, that's just kind of the way that I decided to do it. Obviously, you guys can do it differently, but just decide where you want to draw those lines and commit yourself to that because there are some moments when I'm responding to someone at in the evening or in the morning that I'm like, am I really doing this? But um, I don't really know about social media yet. So I have a social media account. Um, it actually was the first, the podcast account, and then I turned it into my mortgage account after I got licensed. Um, I've been very bad at it recently because uh, the last time I posted was on July 5, and it is now August 6. So I am trying to get out a post today. Actually, that's the clicking that you can hear in the background. Um, obviously, I can only do 
two things at once. So that is why I am currently trying to make a post and trying to record a podcast at the same time. Um, Think about good content creation and think about ways to collaborate with realtors and bring them into this, right? I think it's really cool when people have like on the real estate pages, like I talked to this lender, blah, 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 lender. And um, this is their input on, I don't know, VA funding fees. Um, And it just gives you that, um, I don't know, it gives you that option. I think it's really, really cool to have those professional, um, those professional opinions. And so I think doing, um, asking for those collaborations really strengthens your relationships with realtors. So that's also another way that you can relate to them and say like, hey, would you mind I want your input on this. Would you mind as a professional speaking on this? That's a really cool thing to do. Um, 